This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Well, and I guess one caller pointed it out a short while ago. There has been a lot of talk in Alberta about uniting the right, creating one big tent for right of center Albertans, something that can take on the NDP in the next election and maybe have a better chance of winning. Some concern that if the Wild Rose and the PCs exist as separate entities, a lot of that conservative vote's going to be split. And that might benefit the NDP in a lot of ridings, perhaps even paving the way to a second NDP term, which is certainly what people in both parties are trying to prevent. It is possible that one party may end up eclipsing the other. And that maybe one or the other could still defeat the NDP without merging. I think to a lot of people, though, that seems like a gamble. So we've got Jason Kenney running for the leadership of the PC party on an explicit platform to engage in negotiations with the Wild Rose. Put a question to the membership of both parties about a merger and create a new third party, thus precipitating another leadership run. Uh, Brian Jean, for his part, leader of the Wild Rose, uh, has proposed a, a scenario where members of the PC party could vote as to whether to fold themselves into the Wild Rose. The party could rename itself. There would be a leadership race. Uh, that's another scenario. Richard Starkey, who's running for the leadership of the PC party, has talked about the two parties still existing as separate entities, but uh, coordinating and cooperating their efforts. Uh, for example, not running against each other, maybe, in certain writings in the next election. And uh, maybe even forming some kind of a coalition in the House. So there's certainly a lot of ideas on the table. Now, Jason Kenney, and we've talked to him about it before, he, he likes to point to what happened in 2004 with the uh, creation, or 2003 rather, the Conservative Party of Canada. The Canadian Alliance, the BC Party of Canada, merged together to form a new united party, which obviously went on to form government. There's an interesting history, though, that goes back even further when it comes to these kinds of talks and negotiations, and uh, it's the subject of an op-ed in today's Calgary Herald and Edmonton Journal as well uh, from Preston Manning, of course, is the founder of the Reform Party of Canada, also the founder of the Manning Centre. Mr. Manning, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Well, and your piece today deals with some, some interesting history, uh, some of it going as far back as, well, my goodness, 50 years ago. So what, what, why do you think some of that history is, is relevant today? Well, I think it establishes this principle that the, the business of uh, trying to, from time to time, modify the container for uh, conservative policies and principles and action is, is actually, yeah, like, it's not a bizarre sort of one-off thing that some people might think. It's actually been quite a pattern in, uh, in Canadian politics and in Alberta politics, so... Uh, that went back to a discussion between social credit and the progressive conservatives, well, in 1966, really before Peter Lougheed had got into the legislature. But the series of documents that's connected with that document actually goes right through to the Conservative Party of Canada. There's been a periodic attempt to create a new, better container, I would say, for... Uh, conservative policies and principles, and it's kind of relevant today to this discussion that's occurring uh, with respect to whether the Wild Rose or the PCs uh, should get together under one roof. Yeah, that's an interesting point. So just on that on that note, though, I mean, it might come as a surprise to a lot of people that, so this was uh, actually up for conversation around 66, 67. It was the PCs that ultimately unseated the social credit, but they talked about uh, a possible merger? 
Yeah, this was in 66, so it would have been five years before 1971 when there was a government change. There was a small committee put together. Uh, these were young guys. Uh, at least I was young at that time. Uh, uh, my, there's myself and Joe Clark, who was then a sort of an executive assistant to uh, to Peter Lougheed. And, of course, Joe, Joe went on to become uh, Canada's 16th prime minister and uh, a, a special consultant to the Alberta cabinet at that time, Dr. Eric Schmidt. And uh, Merv Leach, who eventually became the uh, attorney general in Alberta. And we, we were a small group that was put together. Uh, proposal for doing this ultimately was rejected by both parties in fact I think one of the lessons out of that is this attempt to merge uh, a governing party with an opposition party rarely works it's far more likely to succeed if it's between two opposition parties and the other thing that came out of that though was this discussion that if there was to be a a merger it had to be principle based and this report we prepared actually listed out in a fairly detailed form, the principles on which you could have such a, a union. And one of the researchers, John Whitaker, in our office, actually has traced those principles through. Uh, my father then put out a book on political realignment. Those principles were there. Uh, the, the blue book of the Reform Party that I had a lot to do with, th th almost those same principles are there. They're also in the statement of principles of the Canadian Alliance, and of the eventually the Conservative Party of Canada that you mentioned. So that that trail of principles actually goes back to 1966 and still in some of those documents today. Well, and I suppose one factor then, and, and maybe that's also relevant now, is that you had one party that was in power and one party that wasn't. And, you know, maybe even two years ago when the governing PCs uh, attempted this and it, it didn't quite work out, we have a situation now where both the PCs and the Wild Rose are in opposition, like was the case in 2003. Does that lend itself to success? Yes, I, well, more so than the other scenario. And then the other factor, uh, if you look at the ones that succeeded, uh, you really, in the end of the day, have to carry the judgment of the grassroots members. If these things go too fast, too far, if it's put together by uh, a small strategic group, that, that's got less chance of success than if you go through a, a process of consulting the grassroots or the respective parties at every stage of the way. And in, in the one that I was more involved in, which was the transition of the Reform Party, the Canadian Alliance, which was actually a uh, 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 getting together of the federal reformers with the provincial conservatives, the Klein conservatives, the Harris conservatives in Ontario, the Filman conservatives in Manitoba. That went through a long process, the two, three big conferences, two referenda. And some people think that grassroots process is too long and too cumbersome. But in the end of the day, it's I think it's necessary to carry the judgment of the the folks that make up those parties. But it was interesting, at the same time, I don't think you would say it was a mistake to form the Reform Party, and maybe in many ways that it was it was needed to, to bring the, the conservative movement back to where it needed to be, but uh, certainly the Reform Party led to that split. Oh, yeah, and, and, well, and we, I mean, that's going back a ways, uh, but uh, it was a time when we, we felt that the, the conservative movement had to be reoriented. We wanted to be more fiscally responsible, and we wanted it to be much more recognizing of the growing importance of the West. But then uh, after we got a foothold in, the, the idea is not just to be an opposition party. The idea is to actually get to government. And that then prompted this, well, how can you broaden it out? 
And the two key elements were, if you are going to get these things, base them on principle rather than just short-run expediency. And secondly, have a process that consults your grassroots people at every stage. And in, in the end, gives them uh, the final say, do, do they want to do this or not? But when it came to that decision with reform in the alliance, eventually 92% of the reform membership, which was about 150,000, then voted in favor of it. And, uh, and then when... Uh, the Conservative Party of Canada was created, of course, I think it was 95% of the existing members on both sides endorsed it. All right, so going forward here in Alberta, you think uh, that, that the groundwork is there, or at least the, the conditions are right for maybe a successful merger? Well, I, I think so. We, we put this out mainly just to people that are thinking about it, uh, you know, at the executive level, but particularly the grassroots level there, there's some very interesting material on where this has been done before there's nothing new under the sun politically and hopefully some of this material will be helpful to people that are trying to think their way through what kind of a process what sort of principles can you base this type of thing on they ho- hopefully it'll be helpful to people that are having that discussion we, we do polling through our center and we're quite convinced that the last polling that was done when they asked albertans is the two parties getting together a good idea or a bad idea, the 66% of Albertans, regardless of their political affiliation, said it was a good idea. And uh, 80% of people who voted Wild Rose or uh, PC in the last election said it was a good idea. So there's a lot of general sympathy for that approach. But then, of course, all the details have to be worked out, which uh, uh, hopefully this material will be helpful on. Well, indeed. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh, more at manningcenter.ca and uh, this piece uh, in the Calgary Herald today. Preston Manning, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really Good appreciate to talk this. to you. Thank you. All right. All the best. Take care. Preston Manning, uh, founder of the Manning Center, of course, founder of the Reform Party of Canada as well. 403-974-TALK is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.